What's up, fellow teens? You're listening to Jurgen It, the only podcast about the secret life of the American teenager, a TV show that is good to watch with your eyes and hear with your ears and talk and to with, with your, your mouth. Nose, oddly enough, one episode only in Smell-O-Vision. Hey, we're and back. Podcast this... machine broke. Sorry. Oops, we're back. It's been two weeks. This is the third Jurgenless week, but we're back. I, I don't think. remember how many weeks it's been. It's what have been... you been up to? Um, I, I don't know. have been reading. <laughs> I've been reading A Feast for Crows. I've been playing Bayonetta. Bayonetta. I've been playing Bayonetta. <laughs> Benedetto! Benedetta! I've been playing Bayonetta. Just doing my second playthrough on hard. And I've been watching The Bad hey, Show. Hey, when Game you're playing Thrones. Bayonetta, it's always on hard if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I checked this out. I got with me. I got my Arizona iced tea. You can only get this in the great state of Arizona. That's a mm-hmm. fact. But it's actually I got my Palmer. Washington iced tea. Mmm, that is delicious. You can really taste the ascorbic acid mm. Mm, that's good it tastes just like ascorbic acid mine also well i mean it's iced tea it's it's well actually i got i've got this is a new drink i've never it's called an it's named after <laughs> this is a little bit funny this but it's called so an funny. arnold palmer now that's the name of a man not <laughs> a beverage <laughs> that's already a thing that's a guy oh my god that's my, hilarious what are you what are you drinking i'm drinking jeremy <laughs> sorry this beverage is called a Jeremy. It's That's just disgusting. a little bit of humor. What the fuck is wrong with you? I'm so sorry. How's life? You did you do school? Did you final? I finaled. I finaled. Did you grade? And I finaled. Huh? Did you grade? Uh, no, I'm not a teacher, so I don't have to grade. Uh, fortunately. Oh, that's good. Did you back, final? Back in my day, we had to grade our own finals. <laughs> that was a big. Headache. I would. I would. You know, I would have given myself an A plus. What the fuck is wrong with you? That's cheating. Oh, Unless so you sorry. got an A+. Plus. I got, well, you know. You know how it is. Hey, what'd you think of episode 9 of Secret Life of the American Teenager titled Flip Flop? Uh, actually, I think you'll find that episode 9 was called... <laughs> Come on. This is... <laughs> Pretend I said something funny. Pretend I said the correct title of season 1, episode 9 was the joke that I was going for. This was episode f- fucking 9 t- of season 4. What did I say? I was trying to make. Did I say season 3? You just you just said episode nine. That was oh, my yeah of the first. Thing. Oh, I think episode nine was actually a slice of life. You know what? You might be right, or you might be wrong. This is episode nine of season four. It's called Flip Flop. Um, it's bad, huh? It's bad. You know, if I... I could give, if I could describe this episode, it would be a flop. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that joke was so good. I just did a flip. Uh, this episode sucked ass. Not a fan. Uh, I don't remember. How it rates uh, the rest of season uh, four because it's been a little while, but ass is ass and it was bad. Uh, good Ricky was a myth all along. Ricky I've given is, up. I, Ricky is canceled, and I think this time he's dead in the ground to me. Oh, I will never, I will never forgive or forget what Ricky did this week. Uh, the smooth sailing was a, was a myth. I'm sorry, it's never going to happen. I am ashamed of myself. I'm ashamed we of my words. Are on our knees in front of you. I'm ashamed begging for your forgiveness that we we thought that this show would become good we were wrong this episode was written by uh kelly turk and courtney turk who the turk sisters 
you know. Yeah, done, here, let me Wikipedia this. It's quick. nobody's business but the Turks. Yeah, I guess it's nobody's business but the Turks. No, this is their first. This is the first episode they wrote. Hopefully, it's the last as well because it was not very good. <laughs> they they I did hope, four I hope episodes. Brenda said, unfortunately, I, Brenda said, "I think we're gonna re we're gonna reconsider our decision to hire you into this family." Yeah, unfortunately. I I gotta say they didn't do a good job. But, right off but, the bat, this episode had a really strong start. You know. <laughs> if if you mean start as in like the first like 25 seconds oh well, shit you know, hold on you know, like shut up if, shut up mm, hold mm, on okay some shit just came up on google yeah because uh it turns out this is not our first experience with kelly and courtney turk when did we meet the turks well i think that you'll find they wrote a little book called the secret diary of ashley jurgens <gasps> holy shit no you're wrong and you're lying it was ashley who wrote that one well, nice try. Uh, actually, I think you'll find that if you look at the book, yeah. it says Ashley Jurgens, Kelly Turk, and Courtney Turk. <laughs> was she letting her, them write in her diary? I think you'll find that that's exactly what was happening. <laughs> that's nice of her, but I think that they should have stuck to that instead of writing this. Well, I think you'll find that this was actually a pretty good episode. It was actually fantastic. Can we describe the very powerful and emotional beginning scene that I loved? Yes, so the episode opens on the very, very fucking beginning. Oh, we didn't even do our things. Well, our nicknames. Did you even have one? No, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm Arnold Palmer. <laughs> I'm Sam. So this episode opens on fucking Doctor Atavi woman, woman saying, "Now you want to get pregnant? Now this is for us a treat for us from Brenda and from the <laughs> right. Turks. Welcome back," she says. Uh, this she scene. Tells she tells Adrian that it's a horrible idea, and Adrian says, I want a baby. I need a baby. Like, <laughs> women be so, like... So, like, Dr. Otavi woman is being, like, very mature, and she's being... Well, she's an adult and a doctor, but she's being, like... She's she's trying to, like, be reasonable with Adrian and be like, you you need to come up with a you plan. And, yeah. and like, you, you had certainty and security when you were pregnant, and now it's gone, and you want it back, but you don't need a baby. And you should Adrian focus says, on- yes, I do. I'm going to change it back to how it was imagine before. That, imagine that every time Dr. Otavi said this, Adrian says, no, I want a baby and I love it. Okay. And then <laughs> right, Dr. every time <laughs> here at first. Yes. Yeah, she's like, she's so like, do- Dr. Otavi yeah. woman says, uh, she's like, why don't you make some choices that are for you? And Adrian says, I am by baby. And Adrian <laughs> says, you know, if I was 30, you wouldn't be telling me not to do this. And then and Dr. Says, Otavi no, woman explains the story right now, of the show to Adrian. <laughs> That would be fine if you were 30, but you're not. And then she says- I feel like this episode had, like, two or three instances of a character just explaining the story of the show to another character. What if pregnant but teen? And then you uh, imagine? Dr. Otavi Woman says uh, she's trying to save her marriage that she didn't want by having a baby that she shouldn't have. And then she tells- Okay. That's her explaining the story. She says- She She says says the the most meta line of the show, Adrian, you're too smart for this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but Adrian, that works completely out of character for you no because she that says, works adrian, because then adrian's like um, oh my you god you're right another dream you have dreams of uh, you're smart intelligent independent and beautiful and you don't need to have another baby and then what does adrian say adrian goes oh that's right <laughs> she says she literally says she literally says yeah you're right yeah she literally just needed to be reminded that she's smart 
She needed to, I don't know, I changed my mind her way Adrian, out of being what are you doing? Again. I thought you were supposed to be the smart, mature character. And she goes, oh, oh, that's me. She's like, she like had the script upside down, which as we all know, inverts what your character does. And then she like flips it back <laughs> right. and then she says, oh, okay. And, yeah. then, and then it gets bad because Adrian says, I'm, I shouldn't be doing this. I should be going after what I really want in life. And Dr. Tavi woman says, that's right, your career, your education, your independence, your freedom, and then Adrian says, And Ricky. Bye, Adrian. Falling in love. I remember I, when Adrian was good for a moment. Just for like for one literally second. Literally like five seconds of the episode. It was, it was five ticks of the clock, and then we're back to this bullshit. Yeah, so Adrian gets up and she goes, I'm going after Ricky. Thank you, Dr. Atavi woman. <laughs> and then Dr. Atavi woman funny. is just like, who? She says, who the hell is Ricky? Yeah, it's kind but of Adrian's funny. already funny, gone, and fallen in love. And then Ben is at Ken Field's office, which hey, means that- I have a question to you. Uh-huh. Why would Ben go to see Ken Field's? Why, what, what, what purpose in his life would lead him to go to Ricky's therapist who constantly breaks confidentiality? Like, why couldn't he afford a, or go to a different therapist? Because this- I don't think you understand. Oh, I'm we've sorry. Ta- I'm sorry. This has been a while. Small town LA. That's right. There's only two. I'm so sorry. Well, I th- I think we've specifically talked about the fact that Ken Field's office is just sort of an annex of Jeff's The Only Bar and Grill and Therapist. So Ben is going, Ben was meant to go get some lunch and he just <laughs> right. ended up in a therapist. Right. He took a wrong turn and he ended up in therapy. Ken's, Ken Field's office is a liminal space. Right. So. Spooky. So here's the situation that they catch us up with. I don't know if this was that I forgot or that they were, this was plot development. I don't remember, but, uh, Ken Field says, uh, Ben knows that Adrian's trying to get pregnant. We knew that because yeah, we knew that Leo told him, I think. Yes. Uh, but he doesn't want her to know that he knows. Mm-hmm. So Dr. Field says they should talk about it. And then he goes, and then, then Dr. Field says a line that I didn't understand, which was, it's a little dangerous for you to be having sex, don't you think? And then they make faces at each other. And I, d- I couldn't tell if if that was, like, Ken realizing that he's having sex. Yeah, or I, think, if... I think it's because Ben, cause Ben, for some reason, has decided he likes Adrian again. And he's, like, thinking about having sex with her is how I read it. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, because we we learned that he's like, oh, she wants to trap me with a baby. I love <laughs> that's it. That's so sweet. <laughs> um. So now we're, Nora... Is uh, we're talking to it's Margaret and Ricky. I don't remember when I stopped liking Margaret, but I don't think I like Margaret anymore. Why is that? I remember what Margaret did. She outed uh, Nora to Ricky. That's why I don't like her anymore. I still don't know if that's what actually happened there. Well, she's she's very sick. I couldn't of Nora. tell if that was Margaret doing that or if that was the writing being very confusing. She she Nora tells Ricky that that uh, she wants to get Margaret. Fuck. Margaret, the the mother, wants to get the other mother out of the home for a few days because she's having a, a like a three day long anniversary birthday bash or something that is going yeah, on for three she's, days. She's like, Nora's getting on Shaker's nerves, and then Ricky's like, What? But he's so chill. And then she goes, I lied, I hate her. And then they say uh, it's she our says anniversary it's our anniversary tomorrow. and Nora needs to leave so we can fuck. And then Ricky goes, what? Your anniversary's December 23rd, and Margaret's like, wow, I You're didn't think that son. you would remember that. What Have a, a good gold son. Medal. I'm lying. We just wanted her to leave us alone. Um, and then she's like, well, I lied. I just hate, I hate Nora very much. Um, yeah, so the drama of this episode is that Margaret and Shaker want to fuck for a few days, so Ricky and Amy non-stop. need to figure out, huh? Just nonstop. Yeah, he's the 60 minute man. <laughs> he's the 60, he's the 60 minute 
like 60 minute 24 sessions three times right um so ricky and amy now need to figure out what to do with nora for this time and he's like he says that she can't stay with them at their apartment because they have no space because i guess john needs the queen size bed for himself look it's either john because john has a bed confirmed john does have a bed and ricky huh it's his bed is like a little tiny like pillow that's fine it fits for the boy size He's a small boy, even though he's a big boy. And then they have a couch bed, and then they have a big right. mattress. It's, it's if the only sm- there's there's the, a... You have king size, queen size, there's a, a double, a twin, and then the boy size mattress. The boy size bed is perfectly fit for John. There's a perfectly good queen to king size bed, I don't know, for Amy and Go Ricky. to Go if to o- casper.com slash boy mattress for your <laughs> very only own there boy was mattress. A place, if only there was a bed that Nora could sleep on in their apartment. Mm. I'm trying. Well, Amy and Ricky mm. need the couch bed. Like, a, like you mean like a like a brand new mattress that Ricky bought like a month ago, or a couch bed, like a sofa bed that mm. pulls out. I don't know about that. No, that's only two beds. How? Where would John yeah, stay? I don't think that's. A, I don't think that's even one bed. Amy comes home and she has a nice moment with Margaret, which I do always love to see. It's good to see those. And then Margaret leaves, and then Ricky explains the plot again. <laughs> and Amy says, "Cool, thanks." Oh yes, the plot. Um. Amy thinks it would be very nice to spend time with Margaret. Or <laughs> Hold with I just, John. I do want to, I do want to just say this yeah. is such a weird thing. Like, if you're gonna have Ricky being like, "So here's the deal with Nora," like, just have Amy be there for that part. Like, what? <laughs> well, what if the viewers in the kitchen getting a sandwich? Oh, you're right. You have to do the episode twice just in you case someone's making a sandwich. Every scene gets played two times, back to back, just in case. We've never mentioned that, but that does happen. <laughs> That's why watching the show takes forever. Um, Amy's just like, well, we could all hang out at my parents' house for some reason. And then she says, this is, this is like the closest the show has done to trying to tell a joke in a while, I think, Uh where it's like, uh, Amy says, I, my dad and my mom are hanging out in Palm Springs. I think things are going very well. And then it immediately cuts to them funny arguing. And cutting his head off. Yeah. And then it's like, plays the hilarious, it's always sunny meme music. Yeah. Uh, before, before we move on to Anne and George, um, the options that have been suggested so far for the sleeping arrangements are, one, Ricky, Amy, and John stay at George's while Nora gets the apartment to herself, which they ruled out because they don't want her to be alone when she is uh, trying not to drink. Two, uh-huh. all four of them go stay at George's. Or three, Amy and Ricky sleep on the floor, Nora on the <laughs> yeah. couch bed, and then John in his big bed alone. <laughs> <laughs> Why does the boy need... Oh, that's the boy size mattress. This is the big queen size. Right, a queen size mattress is secretly John. John. In- John has been brain poisoned by toxic masculinity, and he refuses to sleep in a queen size bed. So they just told him it's a boy sized <laughs> bed. If you if you work in the mattress industry, you know that all the all the true all the true knowers uh, refer to those as boy mattresses. That's a real connoisseur term. Right. Uh, so Amy says, "Yeah, things are going really well," and then we cut to Anne sawing job. George's head off. She's sawing it off, and as she's sawing it, she says, like, I hope this will help you get a job at, like, the Headless Factory, and that's another type of joke that they tried to tell. Yeah, Amy says, this things are going really well, and then we cut to Anne shooting him in the dick with a nail gun, and then she says, nailed it. <laughs> she says, yeah. She says, things are going really well, and then it cuts to Anne dunking George in a well until he drowns. Now that one. <laughs> hey. It's like so Pirates Anne- of the Caribbean. 
Anne says, oh, this is so dumb. Anne says that George's store is making so much money because of the work that she does on her business. Did you notice she's the, working. the cheeky little retcon that they threw in here where they just I changed didn't. what Anne's business idea was? What was it? Her Well, her business idea was to uh, make environmentally friendly furniture and sell it online, right? Right. And now Anne is like, it was my idea to change the furniture store into a redesign store. Which is just not exactly, that is literally not what happened, but okay. Yeah, I, I, I'll be honest, I didn't write that down because I didn't know what that word meant, and I was like, maybe that's what I don't what either, means. but I don't think it has anything to do with selling environmentally friendly furniture no, prob- online. probably not. So, so Anne is mad at George because, like, like she, I don't like, want to, I don't like, want to suggest that I'm a George defender or, like, no. a capitalist defender, but basically Anne is mad because they worked out a deal where Donovan runs his store it's his business and he doesn't need to do any work for it. And he's still making money because it's his business. And she thinks that he should just get a job. Just like work at the hot dog hut, I guess. Right. It doesn't, I don't really understand. Like, I hate the idea of George having lots of money. Yeah. Like, I don't like the fact that George has passive income and doesn't have to do anything for the money he makes. I just don't, I don't quite understand how how George's employment is any of Anne's business now that they're divorced, they're divorced. for reals. Well, I think she's just frustrated that that she has to work hard and drive and drive through traffic, and every time she comes home, her husband is just hanging out there not doing anything. Because right, that's need to the work. real issue that I think Anne needs to zero in on is that she hates George and hates that yeah, he's why here. Is she, this is okay. Also, we need to talk about Mimsy for a second because uh-huh. last time we talked about Mimsy, and I don't really like to bring this up, and it's like Mimsy's gonna die any minute now. Her brain is completely gone, and George is like, "Well, if you're afraid of her like walking out, you can put a black piece of like that's the point that we're at with Mimsy." And then she's like, mm-hmm. "I'm mad that you're spending all this time with my mother playing bingo and tap dancing." Mimsy is in tapping condition, Sam. Well, yeah, she's just standing within a very small black, black square, so she can't a move anywhere. black piece of tape around her. This is not funny at all, but... No, it's not, no. but it is canon. It is canon so, that Mimsy's doing great. Yeah, so, and, I mean, let's be honest, next time we see Mimsy, she's probably gonna be perfectly normal. She's gonna be like, hello, Anne and George. Ah, Amy, my granddaughter, hello. Have you met my husband, Eugene Levy? Oh, have what am I saying? My, of course you have. Husband, you met him at the wedding Ryan in Reynolds? season two. Uh, anyway, so Anne then does a funny, she's like, I'm something, something, this bull, but then George goes, hey, this is ABC Family, stop it. And then It's not freeform yet, you can't say it, you can't do that yet. Right, uh, and he says, why are you mad? I'm making steaks, so shut the fuck up. And then she says, George, I want to be partners in the business. And then he says, uh, this is so boring, who cares? He, the deal is I get the business, you get the house. If you want the business, I get the house. The, and then they argue more and I stop taking notes. And then George says, once I started taking notes again on their boring <laughs> argument, uh, he says, okay, fine. I'll ask Donovan if you can be a partner. And she goes, what does he have to do with this? And he goes, that's for me to know and you to find out. And then she goes... You made Donovan a partner, and then hey, he good goes, for Donovan for starting to actually get paid for this finally. Yeah, then George says his funny joke of, "Okay, you found out." <laughs> Whoops, I dropped my cards. Anyway, uh, this fun. Are you paying attention, teenagers? At this marital drama that this these is two people this is not marital drama. It's <laughs> they're arguing Anyways, over a business and <laughs> the teenagers. They're arguing your, over who has what title in his business. Get your pens out and take some notes, like I did, because this is really good stuff that you're going to use it's in your life. So teens. boring. And, but check this out. This is really relatable for the teens. 
is that Anne gets really frustrated and she says, okay, George, I need to be alone. Can you just go home? And then he says, but dinner's ready in 20 minutes. I'm airing out the Cabernet and there's a filet mignon in the oven. Teens? Teens? Yeah, and then he says, can't we eat first? And then she goes, ugh. And then the funny music plays because it's funny that this is Anne's life. Anne is miserable and she hates it. Um, uh, but, yeah, I don't, whatever. I have more issues with the business conversation but who fucking cares yeah why would we even waste time on it anymore ben is at kenfield still and he's uh he's like he's like even after all this stuff i still want to be with her and and he says and kenfield is like well you lost the baby and you'll always have that in common but that doesn't mean you need to be married and ben this is when ben says he doesn't want out anymore like he doesn't he loves her now i guess he says my penis and then kenfields goes ah i understand now um, uh, yeah, th- no, because <laughs> I actually really love how they did this. On un- sorry, un unironically, I actually hate it. So Doctor Field says, "Fun." He goes, "Why do you need Adrian? Why did you decide you don't want out anymore? Why do you need to be in this relationship?" And then Ben is just kind of looking at him with his mouth hanging open, and then his phone rings, and he says, "Oh, good, I don't have to." <laughs> The, oh, good, says, the writers say. We don't need to answer that question. Oh, but Ben says a great thing about this person he reportedly wants to be with, where he says, speak of the devil, because he loves his <laughs> <wife>. <laughs> Women! <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> um, Johnny Test. <laughs> she, uh, she says, Adrian says, hey, we need to talk, and then Ben is like, well, I'm in therapy, and she says, okay, whenever you can. And then uh, Ben, who, you know, he's like, well, I was just here to get takeout, so I guess I'll just leave this therapy appointment early. <laughs> right. I see. I was baffled by the fact that Ben just cut his therapy appointment short. Pa- therapy is really important, but you know he was just there to get some wings or whatever. So, right? Can I can I get but this to go? All all joking aside, we do need to address the fact that he is in therapy, and Adrian's like, okay, well, whenever we can talk, that's fine. And then, and then Ben, ben goes, leaves. I gotta go now. Yeah, but and he says he goes, maybe she's maybe she's ovulating. ovulating. <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> Doctor Fields goes, he does do that. Yeah. I um, hope you can guess the face that I'm making because it's a face of absolute disgust. Yeah, we can we can all hear your faces over the audio. Here, let me here, let me get closer to the mic. Ooh, ow, ooh, 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 yeah. ooh. So yeah, ooh. sorry, sorry. So Adrian calls Grace and says, "Hey, what the fuck? Why are you gonna let me get pregnant again, you jerk?" Grace, she asks Grace if she told anyone, which Grace obviously has, and she says no. And she's like, I'm definitely not getting pregnant. I'm going to let Ben <laughs> wait, leave. Wait, wait, wait. What Adrian says to that, Grace is like, no, I didn't tell anyone. And then Grace, or Adrian goes, why not? <laughs> like, there are like f- fucking six different Adrians on this show. There's, Adrian is fucking How can, doing. Like, it's not Grace's fault. Adrian has got beautiful Joe mock speed powers, and she's just punching so fast that new Adrians are appearing left and right. Can you tell <laughs> wait, what? Wait, can, wow, you, can you tell what other game I played in the interim? Yeah, beautiful Joe. Um, that was that wasn't me laughing. That was me trying to do the beautiful. You Joe were trying part. to do the <laughs> red hot. <100. laughs> yeah. I can't do it because I'm Henshin not a go go baby. Yeah. And uh, Adrian says she's definitely not getting pregnant. She's gonna let Ben leave either tonight or as soon as possible. And then Adrian Grace says, "Did anything happen?" Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, you're here. Let me get, let me set you up. So Adrian ah! says, yeah, you get to say this. So Adrian no! says, okay. yeah, you get to say this one. So Adrian says, Grace, I had an epiphany. Are you sure it wasn't an orgasm? Uh... <laughs> hey, Turks, Turks, no thank you. Didn't like that one. That's, uh, I mean, that's character development because that is not Grace a line Grace has would never have said, said the word or- Yeah, she used to, she used to call that like a, uh, like just say yay or something like that. <laughs> 
So Adrian says, she's like, I don't care what anyone thinks. I'm going to get what I want. And then Grace goes, you don't mean Ricky, do you? It's season four. <laughs> it's fucking season four. Why are we so, still doing this? So Amy's at George's house and lets Nora in. And she says that they just ordered a pizza. And Nora teen goes, food. Oh, great. Teen food. No adult has ever eaten a pizza before. Hey, especially not like a working class woman who's like an ex-convict and, you know, like probably doesn't have lots of money. She's I looked at the fucking pizza receipts. I found Hmm? the pizza study. George, I was looking through the books and I found some some receipts and I don't think I want to marry a man who eats teen food. These pizza receipts prove that I could not have committed the murder. That's a reference for someone to enjoy. Anyway, uh, Nora loves to be babysat by teens. Now listen, because I did look up the pizza study, and people from the ages of 6 to 19 do eat pizza about four times as often as middle-aged people. I believe that, but I don't believe that middle-aged people... Okay. There is one age group, over the age of like two, that very rarely eats pizza, and that's seniors, like the Secret Life writers. Well, Nora is a senior, as you can tell. Right, Anne Ramsey is 90 years old, so She's Amy is really old. psyched to get to spend some time with Ricky and Amy Nora tonight. loves Nora so Right, she does, and she's much. like, oh, this is so great, we get to spend time with your mom, what a nice night. And, and, and Nora's and like, I hate this, and Ricky's like, Ricky I hate this too. Ricky and Nora are both like, oh, this sucks. Nora's literally like, I'm gonna go sleep in Ashley's bedroom. Well, she doesn't say, but like, they direct her to Ashley's bedroom. She doesn't know about Ashley's bedroom from the get-go. Right. And he's like, okay, so you can sleep on the cat. No. No. Do you have a boy-sized mattress for me to sleep in? <laughs> so Amy, Nora and Ricky are just like going back and forth like, and then Amy just eventually after some bullshit that I didn't take notes on, Amy finally gets so annoyed with it that she's just like, okay, Nora, please go to bed. I can't listen to this anymore. It's, and then Ricky, it's incredible how fast they broke Amy's spirit. We get, we get, there's a few lines in this episode where the oh. dialogue is just, and this is the first one. Hello. Uh, so Ricky goes, Nora needs to stop making the same mistakes over and over again. And Amy says, we should all stop doing that. And Ricky says, what does that mean? And Amy says, it means that everyone makes mistakes. And for some reason, we keep making them till we learn whatever it is we're supposed to learn. A dream is just wanting to something to be the way it isn't. God. Very deep lines from from, from that line show. was actually worse than you made it sound because it was a, it was a, a wish is just wanting something not to be the way it is. That's what it was. Damn, that is, you know, like that's something that a teen would write in a yearbook and be like, "Damn, that's deep." <laughs> what was the line again that she said just now? Oh, about mistakes. Uh, everyone makes mistakes, and for some reason, we keep making them till we learn whatever it is we're supposed to learn. Damn, relatable teen post number 95. Gonna put that on my MySpace. Welcome to my twisted mind. I hope you like red and black. I'm here to comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable. Adrian. Would you like, scroll scroll past my pocket emo and, and enjoy my autoplay music. Do you want to know my top five? They're all my chemical romance. So. That's, that's my best approximation of what MySpace was. You've never looked at a MySpace profile. I, I looked at yours once and I do remember the pocket email. It wasn't very funny looking <laughs> no, back it wasn't, on it. But it was, it was um, very funny to me at the time. So twisted. Um, so twisted. So Adrian, Adrian, Adrian apologizes to Ben. 
for uh-huh. being for for being mean to him, I guess. For being and a then, rude child bride. <laughs> for being a, I was gonna say that, but I didn't want to. Game of uh, Thrones is airing right now. We you gotta excuse us. It's so bad. Um, <laughs> Ben is like, "Well, you're still my life." <laughs> Fucking, he says this. He says, "Oh God." He says, "She's still one. his wife, and she could pressure him into sex whenever she wants." Yeah, she, I'm sorry for pressuring you to have sex with me. He says, "It's fine. You're my wife, and you can pressure me." <laughs> no. Women are my wife always, and they can always pressure me. Oh um, my God! So then she, she says, "This kills me, Sam." This kills she the says, man. She says, mm-hmm. Ben, I want you to move out of the condo. And Ben's like, wah, 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 I don't wanna. And then she, for some reason, I don't know why, she's just like, hmm, if Ben leaves, then I get the condo. I'm sure that that's how it'll work. She's like, she's like, I need you to leave. It's for the best so I can be myself. Why can't you leave? Why do you need the condo? <laughs> because she doesn't want to live with Ruben. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I was going to say like, she says, she says, we both know it's over. We're done. And then Ben says, this is the least sensitive breakup I've ever had. And that's not counting the time I screamed at you and b- blamed your sins for our baby dying. Well, she, she says that part. She oh, says, yeah. what about that? And then he says, well, and, that was, that was me doing that. So it doesn't count. Yeah. And then Adrian, re- <laughs> Adrian just repeats Dr. Otavi woman's advice to Ben. You need a uh, you plan. <laughs> you need a you plan and focus on blah, blah, blah. And then. She says, oh my god, this line. She says, go back to your big house with your room and all those things you love. The driver, the housekeeper, the chef. All those the, things. All your, your driver, your housekeeper, the chef, all of those favorite the gardener, things that, the pool that drive man. you around and cook food for you. What are those things called? Uh, oh, pee, and, your, pee, and your bear. Pee, uh, yeah, and your bear. I don't know why apparently Ben sent his bear back to his old house. Take this out know. of my sight. I don't want to see him anymore, mummy. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, all those things you love. The people who work for your dad and a bear. <laughs> all the things that Ben lives for. His servants. His and dad's his bear. His da- oh, yeah. His so Adrian, this scene is basically like pretending that she's being Ben's life coach and not kicking him out so that she can steal Amy's boyfriend who kicking she's been him, broken up with him and barely spoken to for like two years now. Kicking him out of his dad's condo. Yeah, so that it can be her and Ricky's fuckhead. <laughs> she would own it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so Jeez. Adrian then, uh, oh, I guess Ben tells her that he knew that, that oh, she yeah. wanted to get pregnant. He And she's really upset that he knew and he starts rubbing it in. He's like, He's like, that's right. I heard it from my dad, who heard it from Ricky, who heard it from Amy, who heard it from Grace. Blah, 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 blah. And then uh, he says, if you want to leave, you can leave. But I'm going to stay here as long as I want. In fact, I might just have a couple friends over to my condo. This is and the part the camera where, yeah, the camera cuts, pans out and we see... Zo- it just, zooms out slightly and we it reveals that there is a fucking party snack platter on the coffee table. We got some snacks table. for this, this breakup. We got cheese. We got, we got crackers. Cheese, we, we got celery sticks. We, we got, got all fruit, the favorites. celery sticks, chips, carrots, celery. All the charcuterie you would Who ever need. Who set up these fucking crudités? Adrian did. She of was like, course. oh, I'm dumping Ben. I better get some crudités. It's tasteful breakup crudités. When someone dumps me, I want dip. <laughs> I, I need to give you some dip before I dip. I'm yeah. gonna pause. Do you mind if we pause for just a moment? Uh, pause I, the recording, or just yes, stop just, talking? Just to pause the the episode for just a moment. Okay. As I, as I have to run to the bathroom because I've imbibed on too much Arnold juice. 
Give me a moment. I'm leaving. I'm leaving that out, and this episode will be titled "Imbibing on Arnold Juice." I'm I'm enjoying some Arnold juice. I will be right back. Sipping on Arnold. Okay, where were we? We were talking about party platters. Yeah, so I guess, I guess, Adrian legitimately what happened, well, there's two possibilities. Either Adrian called Ben and said, hey, uh, we need to talk, intending to break up with him. And she said, yeah, come back whenever you're done with therapy. And then she was, and then she did, in fact, set up a party platter. <laughs> Have you considered that I, this I literally was just, just while I was saying that, I remembered when Anne got a party platter of giant cheese cubes for, for when Marshall died. Just, so to, I guess just to give to Kathleen. Yeah. This show is so really the good other possibility, though, is that Ben came home from therapy and said, Oh, man, time to unwind and enjoy a nice conversation with my wife, who I love, and I'm going to have another baby with, and she thinks it's a trick. Hey, Adrian, before we have this chat, let me set up some snacks. <laughs> he came home from Platterpalooza with a, <laughs> with a top-notch plate of cheese and pretzels just for them. Like, Anyways. I want to be clear about something. Mm-hmm. We get a we get another shot a little bit later of the party stuff, and there's even more of it than it looks like at first. No, it's it's an absurd amount of food for two people. <laughs> because the camera's not showing all of it. No, it's it's on the coffee there's table, so, so it's like many snacks. Have you considered that Ben and Adrian were planning on watching an episode of Blinking Sad Prospector? They might have been about to watch an episode of Blinking Sad Prospector gets his gold. <laughs> Anyways, Ben says Hold on, wait, I, I love this one. This is a really good one. Oh, God, he got the gold. (laughs) Pass me me 25 cheese cubes. Wait, I love this one. (laughs) He says it in the middle of the episode. That's the best part. (laughs) Um, Uh, Yeah, so uh, still, still, Ben is still sitting there. Adrian is still sitting next to Ben in the snacks. She calls Grace and she's like, you told Amy, she told Ricky, told Leo, blah, blah. and then Grace is like, what difference does it make? You all, you agree that it was a terrible plan anyway, and Adrian says, we're not friends anymore in season four. <laughs> it's season four, and we're not friends, and then Ben starts funny whistling. Yeah, it's but then hilarious. Grace does a good thing. Yeah. She just immediately calls Amy, and she's like, hey, Adrian is being Adrian again on this show in season Bad four, Adrian. and she's dumping Ben, and she's gonna try to steal your boyfriend, bye. Amy says, in season four? Yeah, in season four, life? I know. Um, this show sucks, and then Henry and Alice are over, and, uh, and Ben Yeah, we is come like, back from commercial to Ben, Henry, and Alice, and there is- He's got a second there- different- party platter for them no no no. it's it's the same party platter just so you can see it from a different angle because it's in a different spot and now it's there's more of it this is on set catering at its finest ben adrian so adrian left she we find out in a moment that she was like i'll give you some space to think it over or whatever to think over she leaves and ben takes the snacks and just moves them to the counter in the kitchen he's gonna like fill in the gap so they think it's a fresh one because they're not gonna eat a half-eaten party platter right alice and henry are like hey why why is the salad all wilted why Why is why is the cheese moldy why is the fruit room temperature how long have you had this out and he says always it's since Marshall's funeral. And then and then Ben says, She's a crazy woman. <laughs> what if there was a crazy woman? And, and uh, then he says he's not going anywhere, it's just fine. Like it's his place. 
really. I mean, oh. n- no, neither. I mean, he should move back in with his dad. Yeah, she should move right. back with they him with They should sell the condo and give and then the, the money. No, fucking give the condo to a poor person for free. Oh, that's true, yes. But re- Leo would never do that. But, oh, Henry... <laughs> that's right, Leo has never done that. Henry... <laughs> Oh my god, you're right. Oh, this is this was when I was live blogging this episode to Lauren, and Lauren was like, "Oh shit, he's gonna give it to Nora." No, that wouldn't happen. He hates. It, it Nora makes now, too much drinks. sense to happen. Um, Henry, so, this is when Henry calls Ben a soy boy because he didn't. Yeah, buy because his own Ben. Condo well, I'll set you up. I'll set you up. I'll okay. set you up. Uh, Henry now is like, "Why didn't you want to leave?" And he goes, "I'm not going anywhere. My dad bought this condo." He said, and then Henry says, this argument would be better and more manly if you bought the condo. He specifically says this, that it would have more testosterone. That's right. That's what he, I am so sorry. I wrote, I didn't write that down because I hated it so much. Yeah. He's like, the testosterone levels of that argument would be a little higher if you had just, bought the condo. They just do a shot at Ben's face and his face is Jack's face in that moment. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I, now I thought that Ben was just like, yeah, th- oh, th- this is where we realized, because I had thought that, that Ben was like, oh, whatever, if, if Adrian wants out, then she should leave, it's my condo. But no, he specifically doesn't want this at all, because he wants to stay married to Adrian, because he he says that he's he is flattered that she would trick him into getting her pregnant Aww. just to force him to stay with her. I'm a real sucker for love he, stories. Oh, oh I have, his, I have act- his actual quote here, it's, it was flattering to know she would go to such lengths to keep me. And now it's just painful to know that she doesn't really care about me and just wants me out. And he wants, he says, I want a drink. He thought the pregnancy trap was something that she was doing out of love for him. Treat yourself, Ben, to a pregnancy trap. Yeah, and then they make no face at him at drinking. (laughs) They turn into no face. Yeah, and and (laughs) he says, guess I'll pack. And then Alice says, well, hold on, Adrian left tonight. Is she coming back? And he goes, yeah, she told me to sleep on it and she'll be back tomorrow to help me pack. (laughs) I have fun it. sleeping on it, but when I'm back, I mean... I'll let you oh, sleep Henry, on the decision that I'm making for you. Henry activates man mode again and says, Why does she get to make all the decisions? And Alice goes, shut up, Henry. Alice says they should both leave, which is very reasonable. And then yes, he I says, agree. He says, I'm too young to go home to daddy. And then too, she says, old, you're not even old. 18 yet, you dummy. Too old. He says he's too old. What did I say? Oh, yeah. You I, said he feels too young. I'm too young <laughs> to live with my dad. my dad. I'm not even 18 yet. Yeah. My uh, dad. <laughs> I'm I'm too I'm too young to go running back to the mob. I shouldn't be there. That's true. Um, this is not Bart Simpson working for the mob. So then Alice fucking yet. summarizes the story again. <laughs> we gotta. What are you gonna you do? You were with Adrian because and then she says, "You're a good guy, smart, funny, good looking, and you're loaded. You have so many nice things working for you." Yeah, like your money. Um, and she's like, "Why do you even want to stay here? This is your last summer in high school. Do anything else and enjoy yourself." And then she says, "She, she yeah. says, stop worrying about about your girl or an or an old girl or even a new girl or whatever." And then he's just yeah, like, it's, "It's don't don't spend your last summer in high school trying to save some girl." Oh right, whether or it's the old this girl. one or the old one or a new one. Yeah, and then he's like, yeah, "I heard. I know what you're saying about Amy. I love her." Still. I didn't. Un- I didn't understand what that was. He says, it's just Did you ben, call it's Amy just Jergens the reminding old one? The viewers, it's just Ben reminding the viewers that he used to date Amy for, like, three seasons. Yeah, I guess. Alice says, yes, I did. And he goes, two seasons. <laughs> I don't know why, but that makes me laugh. And yeah, I don't know why either. And then um, Henry <laughs> Henry has a fucking Jimmy Neutron brain, brain blast. He's just like, uh, 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 Ricky? Ricky? Is this a Ricky thing? Ricky! And they're, they're just like, oh my god, isn't it season four? I could have swore. I'm checking my watch right now. 
It says season four on it, which is... Well, you know, it might actually be season two or three because we cut to Adrian staring out the fucking window at her parents' house like it's season two again. It's fucking... This is clown town, Sam. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And then... So Bastard Man Ruben comes home on my screen and... He's making me look at him and I hate it. And he, he says, hey, Adrian, why are you here? And she says... Me and Ben decided that we didn't want to be married anymore, and he's moving out. And then, hey, wait, and wait, 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 wait. What do you think? <laughs> no. Yeah. What do you think Ruben, do you think Ruben wants his daughter? He says, you don't want to be 18 and divorced. Right, you want to be 50 and divorced You want to be times. 18 and miserable in a marriage that you're stuck in because you had a baby that died. You're right. Yeah, Thanks, he, says, he says, no, Ben's not leaving. And then she says, yes, he is. I asked him to. And then he says, no, you didn't. And then Ruben realizes. It's really interesting that uh, Ruben didn't, it it, kind of seems like he didn't learn anything from his daughter's stillbirth that was directly his fault. Remember when he blamed himself for a little bit? He said, I never should have let I put you in this horrible situation and you're going to stay in it. Yeah. You know, I I built this house for you and now you have to live in it. And then he has his own brain blast where he goes, wait a minute, you were looking out the window. And when I pulled into the driveway, I saw that Amy and Ricky were across the street because both their cars are there. Both? Both. Why? Ricky has a car. Uh Uh-huh. Nora likes to look out the window. (laughs) And it's... What is that? Mm. Oh, oh, I got it, I got it, I got it. Uh, you know how Amy had an SUV? (laughs) Uh, she actually, it, she traded it in for a smart car. It's only a two-seater. So now her, she can't the actually seats fell take out, and now she <laughs> all the seats fell out, and it's not safe to put John in it. So Ricky the back of her car his... fell off. <laughs> she traded her car in for a motorcycle. <laughs> George talked her into it. Speaking of George, he comes home and finds Nora and Ashley's room playing, playing hockey, hockey with something. a pillow in a broom for some reason. They like talk, and it really, really doesn't matter. Yeah, this all. is one of those lines where I just they're they're talking about Margaret and Shaker and Anne. Who cares? That's oh, but that check part. this one. This is a pretty epic line. Oh, this is George. funny on a laugh. This one, the one where where uh, Nora says like he's he 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 says, "Are you still?" And she says, "Working at the butcher shop." And and then George says, "I didn't know that's what they call it." Lesbians. Wow! Wow! What a popular euphemism. And then. Yeah, he says, I don't know how that girl stuff works. And she says, I'll get you a picture book. And, and George says, that's great. Nice. I love to read. Nice. And then Nora says an amazing line. He says, I love to read. And she goes, eh, I could take it or leave it. Basically, that's why I didn't want to be married to Miss Sp- Smarty Pants Attorney. She didn't like reading? Well, no, 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 no. She she doesn't dislike reading. She, she feels ambivalent about it. reading. That's why oh, she, she broke off the marriage. She's ambiv- she's ambivalent about reading. She uh, Ollie was like, "Do you want to read this book when I'm done with it?" And then she says, "I don't think I want to be with you anymore." <laughs> That's a hard question. I don't really know. I don't feel strongly either way. And, a, and the I'm fact a, that I'm I can't decide on an answer means that we can't get it. married. I'm neither for nor against, and therefore I don't love you anymore. Right. Um, then he says, why can't you just reach across the aisle? By the way, George is now we're not going to walk down the aisle. He's trying to get his fuck on with, uh, with Nora still. Oh my God. Seriously. She goes, I'm not the marrying type. And he goes, me either. (laughs) We have a lot in common. I don't know why I'm doing horny Ben voice, but he says, we have a lot in common. (laughs) And then Nora says, yeah, but not enough lesbians. Like she's, do you get it? Lesbians, maybe down the road. She's only for Um, fellas. George then sees Ricky walk by or Adrian walk by. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is. This moment was actually my cool teen moment. Huh? Because Adrian Adrian walks by outside. Uh-huh. And George sees her through the window and he turns to Nora and he goes, Was that Adrian? And Nora goes, I've never met Adrian. I don't know. 
And I was like, wow, wow. Um, the writers then, thought about that one. <laughs> but then he sees her and he goes, Ricky. Um, and then Adrian, okay, Ricky. here's my cool teen moment, is that um, Ricky and Amy, when Adrian knocks on the door, they're doing laundry, and that's just what they it's do the now. It's the only thing they It's do. the only character. It's the, like, Ricky used to play the drums or something. He doesn't do that anymore. Amy used to play the French horn. She's given that up. She just does laundry now. <laughs> Amy, how did you have time to masturbate? I gave up laundry. I gave up laundry, but you love to it, but you love to masturbate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, hey, what is Adrian's plan here? Uh, she's going is to she come just gonna, in. like walk in on Amy and Ricky and say, "Hey, stop doing laundry, Ricky. Do you remember my bussy? <laughs> Do you remember the message I sent you, Amy? Hello, hi. Like, what's the plan? How is she? What? She anyway. thinks that Ricky's just gonna go for it. So. Oh, this was a moment where I was like, oh, I didn't even think about this, but they actually give a reasonable explanation I, for why Adrian is at her parents' house. Because at the mo- at the time, I was just like, oh, she came here to look through the window. Yeah. But no, it's because she left Ben. Yeah. Uh, so it actually is just a coincidence that it was window time, See, I guess. here's what I don't understand is that, that, like, Amy knows that Adrian's coming for Ricky, right? Uh-huh. Amy knows that presumably Adrian left Ben. Why did, and then Adrian is like, can I come in? And Amy's like, sure, go ahead. Come inside. Well, I mean, she's not going to fucking, like, just grab Ricky and run. But why does she want to talk to her at all? Well, I think think it was just a matter of, like, she doesn't want to be, like, she doesn't want to open up that drama and be like, Adrian, I know what you're doing. Like, she would, I think the issue is she, or not the issue. I think what's happening is she feels confident that Ricky's not going to go running back to this girl that he hasn't spoken to in two fucking seasons. But what if he did, Sam? But what if he did, though? So, yeah, I think Amy's just like, whatever, just let her do her dumb thing. It's not going to accomplish anything, and then she'll leave. Uh, this, by the way, I'm pretty sure this is the fourth episode in a row that Amy and Ricky have been doing laundry on camera, which is they, great. They are really messy at home. Like, yeah, I guess so. Uh, they just, they, what they do is they don't, they don't put the laundry away. They just sort of scatter it around the floor and then cook dinner on top of it. <laughs> so, uh, Adrian knocks on the door and she's smiling through the window at Ricky and Ricky's Serenely. just like, oh, great. Fucking Hooray. cool. I hear John. Goodbye. Yeah. Adrian walks in and she's like, I just happen to be in the neighbors, which is true. Me and Ben uh, had a big in the fight. It's finally me, over and I'm on my own. Goodbye. And then Amy yeah. says, like, oh, uh amy amy knows what she's what adrian's here for because grace told her and then he says ricky doesn't want you and then she says i can be me now and i'm free to be me which i don't yeah, understand but, by the way it kind of, like i don't know what ricky was supposed to do in this situation but i think it was kind of a dick move to just leave amy alone with her like hey this is your problem now bye hey ricky sucks so i don't know why you're yeah of course that's he, true he and sucks. he sucks and that's why that's what the point is that yeah. he sucks um amy yeah amy's that that's when amy yeah she says grace told me what you're doing and, like, Ricky doesn't want you back. He hasn't spoken to you in two seasons, so don't even try. And she says, I don't even have to try. I can just be me. And then Amy's like, Adrian, don't you realize how ridiculous this is, getting dumped and immediately running over here to try to steal Ricky? And Adrian goes, no, I, I didn't did get this. dumped. I, I did this. Um, And she's like, you don't believe that Ricky would you get back You know why to- I dumped Ben? <laughs> He Go says, check Ricky's phone yeah, and you'll find she have, out. I guess she knows that Ricky saved those messages, I guess. Which right. I never <laughs> the thought the thing was that people normally up, do honestly, when for real. When their um, ex calls them just, and like, they're in a relationship. Phone in, hmm? 
it's just it, i think it's just very reasonable of adrian to assume that when there was evidence of potential infidelity on ricky's phone that he, he would, would keep save it. it just to, yeah, to crank what, it to it just makes sense and i can assume I well can she was talking in sex voice that. how else would he get that experience that's right exactly right she never does that this is the part where where we now get a scene of well amy puts ricky's phone in her pocket just yeah to she save sees ricky's phone sitting on the counter because in this universe people don't pay attention to where their phones are and no. then uh, um, she unfortunately does look concerned and she picks it up and i do think we should talk about the fact that amy picks up ricky's phone there no i don't like it at all like it's kind of an invasion invasion it, of his privacy. it is i think it well this is the thing she doesn't go through his phone she just no. picks it up and she puts it in her pocket and i can't blame her based on ricky's behavior to i, I can't blame her for being concerned and not a hundred percent confident that she. But can she trust should know Ricky. that that's not going to win her any favors with Ricky, and that if Ricky finds out that he's like she's like checking through his phone, he would probably get upset about that. I I agree, but she hasn't looked through his phone yet. But she does later. You can't like defend her. No, but she, we we don't know that she was definitely going to look through it at this point. She does oh, end up did. looking through it, but when she picked it up and put it in her pocket, I don't know that she was certain she was going to go through his phone. I think it's not cool, but that's just... No, me. I mean, it's it's definitely not cool, but I also think it's understandable that Adrian did get to her. Especially as, since... a, as a character decision, yes, but if a person did that, I wouldn't think it was cool of them. No, of course not. Yeah. But, uh, but I mean, like, considering that, like, she knew that Adrian had called him... And now Adrian is directly telling her that there's evidence on the phone. Like I, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's understandable that she had that moment. We can agree to disagree. Anyways, Adrian, this is fun with Grace because, because uh, Adrian has one other character trait, which is that she will constantly go after every every man that Grace ever dated. Yeah. So she calls Daniel, being like, "Can you please not sleep with Adrian in case that happens?" Uh, Gra- but, but, Grace calls Daniel and says, "That's, that's what I meant clear. to say." And but my favorite thing is that. Grace knows that Adrian, I don't think, knows about Daniel. <laughs> she's like, no, trying Adrian to knows keep, about Daniel. She, she's trying to like when... keep Daniel's location and identity a secret. Yeah, it, it's well, I think she's trying to keep Daniel's phone number. I don't fucking I know, guess. but yeah, um, uh, and Adrian Daniel does know that Daniel exists, and she did previously directly, specifically threaten to cheat on to get Daniel to cheat on Grace with her. He like literally has, he could not care less about this drama, which I think is extremely valid of him. Like, I mean. He's got a kind of fuck off though because he's just like laughing at the whole thing and he's like, Yeah, that's not none of this interests me. Just leave me out of it. Like, that's like your girlfriend's best friend just told her that they're not friends anymore and this is how you're responding. Okay, here's my thing. Here's my thing. That was shitty of him for for not caring about that. But like the idea of, of, well, I'm in a relationship with you and I know that I love you and you don't need to be worried about this woman seducing me because why in the world would I do that? And you're being freaking out about it when it's not a big deal. Also, I have a paper to write, but this is a deep line. Ready? Check this one out. He says, "Like, oh my I, god, this is yeah." Let me is, let me set you up. This is another MySpace line, huh? Okay. Let me set you up. So Daniel goes, "Grace, I have to go. I have a paper due tomorrow, and history isn't my strongest subject." Well, history repeats itself. Do you do you under do you understand? Oh, there's more to it than that. Wait, what's the last line? Grace goes. <laughs> I just wrote well, down me... history repeats itself because I was blown away by how deep that was. Yeah, well, I think I think to get the full effect of the of the line, you have to include how long it is. <laughs> she okay. goes, well, let me give you a clue. History repeats itself, and in my circle of friends, it just keeps repeating and repeating and repeating. It keeps happening. Yeah, and Daniel goes, 
like you and Jack, and she goes, oh my god, I should warn Jack, because Adrian's gonna try to fuck him. That's my favorite thing about it, though, because that's just literally Grace being like, I can't let Jack fuck, I will never let Jack fuck. (laughs) Right. So Daniel then forgets that he's being an asshole about this, and he says, hey, instead of calling everyone and warning them that Adrian's trying to fuck them for revenge, why don't you call them and tell them that Adrian is going through something and that she needs support from all of you, and you can be friends who care about her instead of enemies who are afraid of her? Thanks, Daniel. And then Grace says, because we're not good at being friends, so I guess that's that. It's season four, and they don't love each other. They're like, they hate each other, and they're not friends. Um, yeah, Daniel says, well, you can you can be good at being friends if you try. And then Grace goes, I knew I was in love with you. Hooray! And then she, and and then then they, she they, hangs up and Jack walks into her room and says, you talking about abstinence? Hey! Woo! Um, woo! Um, this rule, she's like, I will never let you fuck. I cannot let you fuck. And then Jack says, don't worry. I wouldn't ever... Let's be clear. He was straight up standing outside of her room listening to her talk on the phone. Oh, and he already got the That's not even like, not even joking saying that. He literally walks in and he's like... Oh, are you done? Because, yeah, you're right. Adrian did call me and try to fuck me. But don't worry, Grace. I would never have sex with Adrian because I don't want to jeopardize any possible relationship that we will never have. It is season four. He literally says that. I cannot move on and I cannot move out. This is amazing, though, because because Grace is like Grace. When she was on the phone with Daniel, she she also made a comment where she was like, oh, and I bet she's she's probably going to call Grant, too. And then Jack goes. Oh, shit. by the way, don't worry. I also called Grant to warn him about Adrian, and, and, and he he said that she had already called him. She is efficient, if nothing else. Adrian literally is calling all of Grace's exes. She bought an auto dialer oh just God. to work her way through the list of four. Yeah. Um, so Grace, Grace yeah. four. This is where she says she says wait wait, wait four. Adrian? Wait, Daniel, Jack, Ricky. And oh God, she was with Ricky. She was with but Ben I mean, too. Damn. Oh my god, she's she was busy. With that. Holy shit, how is Grace with, like, every character? She's with been with every guy except for fucking Henry. That's so weird. Grace is wor- This is when she says to, to Jack, she says, Adrian's angry, and I'm worried that she's gonna find Daniel. <laughs> right. The word find is Daniel's such a, going such a, into witness protection. Yeah, you need to get rid of him. He's gonna grow a beard and then shave it off. Um, yeah, he says, he says, like, I said no to her, and then Adrian, Grace is like, but you said yes before. Yeah, and he says, just remember that I said no to her now. Anyways, um, Ruben, our favorite shithead, is on the phone with yeah. Ben, our second favorite shithead. Who's, uh. oh, yeah. And he's like, he's like, it's, is, who says that it's difficult to give Adrian the love she needs when she doesn't love herself? Is that Ruben who said it's, that? It's, it's, ha- it's half and half. But, uh, Ruben is like, he says, uh, as, I'm asking you as, as Adrian's father who never gave her the love she needed when she was younger. I need you to love her, Ben. I need you to not divorce her because marriage is the most important thing in my life. Yeah. (laughs) Well, the more marriages you have, the more divorces you can get. That's true. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Ben says, he says, the real problem is that she doesn't. (laughs) The the, the way he delivers this line is so weird. It's like, the real problem is that she doesn't love herself. And And then the funny Just Say Me music plays. (laughs) <laughs> i also love myself if you know what i mean uh ruben says uh what they need is for everyone to say no to adrian's schemes so oh this rules i was gonna make this joke anyway they're like they're like if only if we need ruben says all the guys need to say no to adrian's scheme and then i wrote if only there was a way for guys to have sex without girls right <laughs> ruben literally says man if only just say me. <laughs> if only do you just think, do you think guys just say me like girls do <laughs> Ben uh, says there's no, that, uh, he says like there's no need to, for, what? 
he says something about Ricky, but I wrote I wrote the words "There's no need to come from Ricky," and I don't know what I was trying. Yeah, to Yeah, I don't there. think that's right. Here, let me let me just go through my notes here and find out what the fuck is happening in this scene. Does it uh, really matter? Oh, this is this is when a- is this when Adrian gets back? Yeah, Adrian's back now, and yeah, and Adrian the- comes back, and Ben hangs up, and then uh, he says. I take it you couldn't find anyone to play with, so you just came home. And then Adrian goes, another horrible line. All right, let's just cut to the chase. I can't help it. I just can't help being with Ricky. I can't help it. That's why I haven't been with him in two fucking years. Everybody knows it, she says. Yeah. And Um, then she says, I know you're the better man, okay? I see that, but I want to be with Ricky. (laughs) And no, I mean, you know what? After this episode, yeah, I think Ben is probably the better man. I think so, but Ben makes a good point, which is, he's like, if he would leave Amy after all they've been through together, then he's a lousy guy. Right, that's a, like, that's a very good point. point. Like, Why would you want to be with a guy who had a right, baby? Right, if you and, think like, that he would do something like that, then you shouldn't think that he's good enough for you. Yeah. And then he um, follows it up with something that sucks, <laughs> which is, I've spent enough time with you, Adrian, to know that there's enough good in you that it'll eventually overcome the bad in you. Eventually, your evil side will be overpowered by your good, but don't forget, Adrian, you do have an evil side. <laughs> and then he says he's gonna leave his his uh, dad's condo tonight, and Adrian will live rent-free forever, I guess. Yeah, and then she does a- then after the door closes, she does a big- an, a big exhale and a big smile, because she won! Yay! She won, but- but Ben- I won! Appeals, uh, ben appeals- <laughs> I won! Ben appeals to my heart, and I, I cried many tears when he said, Tell Ruben I'm sorry. Yeah, and then Adrian goes to Ricky and goes, How about a kiss for luck? <laughs> what happened? I just saved you from divorce! <laughs> so, Ben is back at home talking to Leo, uh, and Leo goes, I don't even know what to say, Ben. And then Ben goes, I'm glad you have a prenup, and he's making <laughs> jokes about it. Hooray! <laughs> Um, and then he's like, but, but Amy still loves Ricky. He's like, I'm baffled that Adrian still loves Ricky. And then he says, like, he says, like, oh, Ben says, don't forget that I, I told her all those horrible things and had a drinking problem. And then he's like, that's not, Leo says, that's not what ruined your marriage. And then Ben is like, Ruben ruined your marriage. The woman did, it's her fault. By making it happen. Uh, Ben says that he's an idiot. And then Leo says, no, you're a nice guy. And then Ben says, nice guys never win. And Leo says, that's not true, even though nice it is. Nice guys finished last. And then Betty's here Cap- for like capital the first time. N, in- capital G, nice guys, I mean. This scene kills me again also it's forever. horrible. So like Betty's back for us for me. And I forgot yeah, that so Betty is like Betty's deeply entrance, invested though. in Badrian for some reason. Let's get Betty's entrance. Because uh, Ben says, nice guys never win. And then Leo says, that's not true. And then Ben says, yes, it is. Look at you. And Betty is standing right there. (laughs) And she just, she's just like, actually, Leo and I are in love and it's good. Anyway, Ben, how's it going? What's up? It's like the first time you've seen Betty in forever. And that's how you're going to say hello to her. (laughs) Right. Um, She she does not care at all. No, she loves it. And then, uh, then he's just like, well, I'm going to go to bed now, I guess. And, and, uh, she's like, I'm so sad about Badrian for some reason. I I thought they were end game, I guess. They were my OTP. (laughs) Before that though, uh, Leo tells Betty what happens. She goes, I don't believe that. And Ben says, believe it. Believe it. Um, and I have a note uh, here. Yeah. After Ben says, believe it. Mm-hmm. Which says Jordan will make a Naruto joke here. Damn, damn. Hey Sam. Uh huh. Damn. I you gotcha. know me so well. And now you owe me one thousand dollars. Is what I also have written here. I'll give you nine hundred ninety nine, but I'm keeping that one. Damn for it! Myself. It's like buy another can of Arnold. Ugh. Mm. Fine. Good stuff. 
Anyways, the, then they're like, Betty's like, this I know you're miserable Jerk, with me, is Leo, brought to you and by Arnold Palmer, the person. I'm going to buy a man named Arnold Palmer, and I'm going to drink all his blood on camera. Um, <laughs> Patreon reward, $50. Um, only 50 for Arnold, um, for human cattle. Um, <laughs> she She's like, she's like, I can leave, we have a prenup. This show is so fucking obsessed with divorce, dude, I don't get it. Why does yeah, this show I think love Brenda divorce was going so through much? Something. Uh, so Betty says, uh, or Leo says, no, sorry. Betty says, that's mm-hmm. so sad. And he says, Alexa no, it's not. Despacito. It's a relief. And Betty says, would you be relieved if we split up? And he goes, what? Huh? What? <laughs> She's like, I'm okay with that. I know you're not happy. And if I, if you want me to leave, I'll leave. And we have a oh, but up. She, and I, hmm? But she says it in, in funny way. Cause she says... I've been around a lot of men, you oh. know, <laughs> and I can. T- <laughs> oh my god, nice! I can tell you're not happy, and nice. I can leave. Is fine. She says, then, "Okay, this is my yeah. favorite part." Oh my god! This is this is my coolest of teen. This is my sur- smiling, <laughs> serenely okay. teenly moment. You, be- okay. Because Betty says, "If we got divorced, it wouldn't be so bad. I'd be happy to take your money, and you know what? My dream is." I want to go to college. I've always, always, hey Sam, always. I've this is, always. I've gone on to, record as saying, Betty says. <laughs> you can check the record. I've always wanted to be an educated, independent woman with a job that has nothing to do with a man. Roll the tapes back. Now the only thing and I Betty can says, assume and that Betty this says line, it's a few episodes ago, and Betty says. I've always she says, wanted to work for I've a big always, important man. It's always man. been my dream to be a secretary for a big important man. I bet she'll never change her mind on that. Now, what I can only assume is that our, our, our Turkish friends did not like that line and wanted to revise Betty's character a little bit. Yeah, they learned a lot about feminism like, from writing or Ashley's like diary. like, viewers were writing and being like, that was fucked up what you made Betty say. It was really weird that Betty said that it's always been her dream to be a secretary for a big, important man. Can you make her say the opposite instead? Her, and they said, okay. It would be so nice if just once Betty said women's rights. God, I wish Betty would say women's um, rights. Anyways, we're back at the Jurgenses, and Nora wants to talk to Ricky, and, uh... Uh, n- n- she doesn't want to no. talk to Ricky. She... It, it, Nora and George uh, are giving Amy relationship advice, because they're good right. at this. Sorry. And, uh... I, miswrote, I miswrote my note again. Right. Nora says, Amy, you should talk to Ricky about this. And then yes. George helpfully tells her, he goes, you know, statistically, it's unlikely that your relationship will work. Thanks, George! And then Amy's like, what is the statistics, statistic between a person who has a baby and is divorced, what, three, this, like, three times, and what are and the- And then Alice bursts through yeah. the window like- Yeah, come on, get this one. You got it. Zero. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. A clean hundy. Cento per cente. And then George is cente. on the fence about the statistics, but he says that, oh, he, he's like, I'm on the fence, but statistics are against us, I guess. And I then think. it cuts to Anne <laughs> kicking George's head off. <laughs> Just chopping it off with an axe. It cuts to Anne going four and swinging a golf club and George's Damn, head goes funny. flying Damn. and gets a hole in one. It'd be like an itchy and scratchy cartoon. Damn, oh, that's funny. Oh, and the saints. Um, but then, um, Amy, I think this is when Amy just leaves, just to talk to Ricky, I guess. But then Nora um, has a fun- Let's see here. Yeah, okay, so, so first, before Amy leaves, though- we get a funny because Amy goes, you'd have a better chance of it working out with Ricky's mother. And then she pauses for funny. And then she points to Nora and goes, I mean, her, her, like we, I I get it. Her, we got it. You were doing lesbian joke. Her, 
you were making joke. And then right. Amy, that's when Amy leaves the room and, go, and Nora goes, I love this part, because Amy leaves the room and Nora goes, oh, I've got it. I can rent Ashley's room from you. But then she says, "I no, she has, says, I have an idea. And then George says, I have an idea too. I have some meat scraps for Moose. Oh but my we can God, that's right. Scraps I didn't sandwiches write down the, for the tids. I didn't Did, write down the note about the fucking meat scraps. God, that's funny, dude. <laughs> Pizza is teen food. Can we have some meat scraps for adults? What is like the like trimmed fat and like, oh, because he had filet Uncle mignon, George's remember? meat scraps for adults. <laughs> this is, this it's is fucking bachelor shit. chow. He pulls out of his pocket an entire party platter, and he's like, "Pass me some prosciutto, please." <laughs> Wait, doesn't doesn't he specifically say that the meat scraps were for moose? But yes, what if he we said eat they were for instead? the fucking dog. What is it raw? <laughs> it's fucking bachelor chow. <laughs> he's got bachelor chow. Um. Anyways, yeah, Nora wants to. I, I love just how immediately they are not interested in Amy. It, like their kids' like relationship is like potentially about to fall apart, and they're just like they're cool with it. It's fine. Oh, meet scripts, right? and I can rent your room. Hey! Yeah, and then she says she feels like an ex-con renting a room trying to stay sober, which is, like, that's really fun to just say what you, like, like, I, I feel like a college student recording a <laughs> podcast on a, on a Wednesday night. So, now, hold on, hold yeah, on. Yeah, Hold on. Yeah. And I don't know why I'm saying hold on, but I have hold on written in my notes. So, hold on. <laughs> yeah. Amy asks Ricky about the message. And she then asks he if he insists- listened to it. Mm-hmm. He says, no, when I told you that I hadn't listened to it, I was telling the truth. Which is a lie. But I admit that I did go back and listen to it later. But it is a lie. He lied about that. Did he, though? I remember, right? Because he he, he had... Wait. No, no, he... Yes, you're right. Because he had the message and he didn't delete it. He still had it and he hadn't listened to it yet. You're right. So he... I mean, he I don't know. Way. He might... I don't know if he was telling the truth here. He might... I don't know. Do, what, well, I'm not going to go back because it was. Either right, but I mean, had, it, does it change anything? No, because not really. He, it just he it still lied that he had he erased about it. This one thing. He still went back and listened to it later, and he still I mean, hey, saved it. Hey, it would be way more reasonable for him to Let have just crank listened that to car it when, for he, Val. when he got it, huh? Nothing. <laughs> wow. Anyways, um, he's just like she asked why he ran away from the kitchen. Um, and then also asks if he has any other texts or messages from Adrian. Yeah, and, and she says, are you hiding something? And he says, I'm not. Look, you either trust me or you don't. So this is the beginning of Ricky acting like this is on Amy, like this is her problem and not his. Yeah, it's her problem. She's, he's gaslighting her. Yeah, he's gaslighting her because he sucks. And right. she says, like, we have John and all these responsibilities and our whole lives ahead of us. Don't ruin this for Adrian. And he says, like, and and she says, maybe you don't want to live in an apartment with an idiot who got teased. She said, wait, before, before she says that, this is hilarious to me because... She goes, she's like, it's not that I don't trust you, it's just, and then she just repeats the fucking same line from Dr. Atavi Woman that uh, that she said to Adrian. She's like, whole life ahead of blah, 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 I could do something for me, I need a me plan, like How parallels. How did she do that? How did she know what to say? Because it's parallels. Oh, right, do you get it? She just made those ones up. Yeah, and then she's- She gave, yeah, like, Ken Fields' does. whole monologue that he gave to George. <laughs> right chickity china the uh, choose, choose choose to feel the love uh that's when uh <laughs> she says maybe you don't want to be stuck living with the idiot who got pregnant with your baby and then he continues gaslighting her and he goes hey that's not true in fact you know what you i think that you're the one you're who doesn't the one want to be stuck with the idiot me. who got you pregnant and you just don't want I'm to say going, so and then he says i'm going home and she's like please don't leave ricky because she's very this distressed part fucking disgraceful sucks. team crime for you fucking ricky you're done you're dead to me you're this dead is to me. legitimately the moment where, like, the, I don't think that there's any 
The good no, because like we we had we took us like five seasons. We'll never forgive Ricky for like screaming at Adrian that one time. No, but, but like I, this, I, the, the the thing to me is mm-hmm. this show is so inconsistent with the characters that like one off moments like per, like Margaret outing Nora like you get could one. mean absolutely nothing and not be part of the character and maybe they just forgot or something. You get one, but this, this is, is this, this is the second. This is strike two and Ricky's out. That's how baseball works. You get two strikes. Right. Because, because Amy, Ricky like starts to leave. He's, he's like, Hey, Amy, remember when I made fun of you for being immature and always running away when there's a problem? But well, now I'm going to do the exact same thing. Like I always do also. And she's like, and she's distressed. She doesn't want him to leave. Cause she's like worried about her. Right. She's like, no, don't, don't leave. She steps in front of him. He, he goes, uh, uh-uh. uh, do not do that. Do not physically get in my way when I'm angry. That is not a good thing to do. Like he's fucking threatening her physically. Yeah. That is. Uh, like honestly get the fuck out of here that is a breakup right now no yeah that is that is a red flag he he threatened violence he implied that it would be your fault if yeah. he hurt you my fault Her your fault. fault jordan oh no like the, knowing Disgusting. that get the knowing fuck that, out of that here. is like under the surface for ricky and it always will be is just like nope bye bye no, bye, goodbye. Bye, bye, yeah, goodbye the fact goodbye. that he said that like no matter what like romantic scene he does later it's gonna be like no he said that to amy fuck you dude right the fact <laughs> of the matter here. is that if if she's ever doing something that he doesn't like he might get he Violent. might be like hey i'm i'm going to lash out at you physically and it'll be your fault like Thanks, no ricky's, ricky's over ricky's on my shit list ricky's forever canceled. i will never forgive he's him on, for this he's one. blacklisted in my heart fuck you yeah. Um, Fuck anyways, Ricky forever. Amy horrible. says she just feels threatened by Adrian and that she doesn't want to have a horrible, broken relationship like her two shitty parents do, which is yeah. Funny she is me. now she is now begging him not to leave. She's yeah. like, it's not that I, I don't, don't think trust the scene you. is funny. I, I just, just think it's funny Adrian, that Amy hates like, her parents' relationship. That's I need to I need that on the record. Yes, which is correct. Wait, if that's true. Yeah, she and he says I just need to be alone right now, and then he kisses her, and it fucking sucks. And it's then he makes disgusting. sensitive face again, and. Uh, as if to say, no, it's your fault. Then he says, hey, we can spend the night together here or at home, wherever you want. I just need to be alone t- tonight, okay? And Amy's crying, and he's the fucking worst. And yeah, like, he can act as sensitive as he wants. He's shown his true colors. Like, once... <laughs> fuck up once, shame on the writers. Fuck up twice, shame on you. That's a character trait of Ricky that he's violent under the surface. And there's no going back from that. Nope. I mean, he also so. hurt Adrian that one time, like, physically. Like, he did hurt her one time. Remember? He did, but that was only in one episode. Oh, right. In Anyways. real life, that doesn't fly. But in this show, sometimes the writers just forget who the characters are Oops. for an episode. Well, I can't wait for next episode for everything to be hunky-dory. No, it'll never be hunky-dory again. He had two strikes, he's done. Good I'm Ricky saying will for never the show. Like, like, the show will completely forgive him, for sure. Yeah, and then on his way out, Nora is like, Oh, uh, hey... You're going back to your apartment to be alone on the same night when Adrian broke up with Ben and said that she's going after you, which is a pretty good point. Yeah. And then they immediately drop it and they smile at each other and and they're go they George and I are gonna live together and they fist bump and Ricky goes. Amy pulls out Ricky's phone, which he left without because no one, no teens care about their phone on the show. Yeah, it's kind of, kind of the perfect crime because no teenager would ever look for their phone. I love this though because it's like it's it's like the show being deep or whatever. Where it's like she pulls out his phone, and it's like your voicemail has a password on it, which you know teens, man, they're always Enter password protecting their voicemails voicemail. <laughs> and not their phone itself, just the voicemails. And then Amy yeah. goes like J O H N like completely out loud. 
Yeah, and then it goes, Hacker Voice, you're in. And you're it goes, Hacker Voice, you're three in. Three saved messages. And then the first one is, is the, the one, one from we Adrian already that we've heard. Already we hear heard. it in its entirety, just in yeah, case. Helpful. And then the second one is also from Adrian, and, and she's going, come on, call me back. Aren't you bored of Amy? And then, oops, Ricky walks in like, hey, I forgot my phone. And obviously I was going to look for it. What were you thinking? Why did you think this would work? Yeah. Also, and... uh, I like that Ricky saved the second one as well. Like, like first she was like doing sex voice at him and he's like, nice. And then she saved the one where she just says, call me back. Nice. And he was like, nice. Nice. Gotta have I mean, Ricky, material. probably what it was is Ricky's never gotten a voicemail before and he doesn't know what to do. He's just like, how do I make it go? What I I don't do I do? It's not what it, I'm I, a teenager. I, no one's ever huh? left a voicemail for me before. What but he does know how to this? set up a password on his voicemail, which is very nice. Yeah. Um, so I, my guess right now, I don't, I don't know, but cause we don't hear what the third message is on his voicemail, but I, I bet that I'm on my way, Ricky. <laughs> Well, no, I think what it's going to be is that we're going to we're going to hear it next episode and it's going to be like, Ricky, I got your letter that said that you would never, ever cheat on Amy. I guess I'll leave you alone. Boy, I hope Ricky, me and Ben. I was digging through your trash and I found the receipts for your wedding <laughs> ring that you bought, Amy. Oh, my God. But yeah, I, I bet that the third vo- the fir- the third voicemail that he saved is going to in some way reveal that he's actually a good guy, even though we know now that he's definitely not. No, he's not. not a good guy. He's garbage. He's dead to me. But um, yeah, I mean... <laughs> I just think this is really funny because I assume that's what they're implying because why else would they be like three saved messages and then not Rule show of three, you? Sam. It's funny. The third one has the punchline. <laughs> yeah, so we get to the third one. The third one, one is, like, you better go catch it. <laughs> I hardly know her. Uh, yeah, um, but I just yeah. think it's really it's really funny that... Uh, Right, like you said, like the the fact that they have a third voicemail that we haven't heard suggests that we're going to hear it eventually. But There's a chance the, we the never fact will. of it is that he did also save the voicemail, I guess, for suspense. Ever going, uh, I'm what, uh, call me back. Duh. And then, so Ricky takes his phone back and mm-hmm. he leaves and he slams the door. Cool. And Amy's like, I don't know why I try. Nobody in this family can have a relationship. And then she looks at Nora and she goes, or your family. And then she leaves the room and George and Nora shrug like, ha ha, clearly <laughs> our kids need our some support right now. Ha, ha, who cares? Hey. And then we and cut then, from that. And then uh, we hear, so this is deep to the, symbolism. Because to the doo-wop song about fucking for an hour. This one's, it's 60 Minute Man. This one's in Fallout 4, a uh, game that you yeah. own two copy. The game's so nice you bought it twice. 60 minutes of sucking, 60 minutes of fucking, <laughs> and 60 minutes of busting a nut. Nut, nut, nut. Um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> this is cool because Amy says, like, George, your family, my family can't have a relationship, and Nora, your family can't either. But Ricky, Ricky has two mothers, and this one, the other mother, the other other mother, the Nora mother, fuck, the Margaret mother. It's so hard when you have t- m- multiple mothers. Um, her relationship is great, and they're like having a good horny time. And then Sanji's yeah, like, they're, I they're love in the our... kitchen. They've got like a cake and a nice dinner He's on the like, table. I and love our perfectly functional marriage. And they and then Margaret looks at the camera and says, "It's nice to have one functional marriage on this show." Teens, <laughs> not all marriages end in divorce. Right. I was I was like, oh oh shit! Like they're showing us this nice moment because then they're gonna cut to Ben with Adrian, and she's gonna have a splicer face or something. <laughs> But no, this is just how the episode ends. They just are like, I love being in love with you. I love dancing. I love fucking to doo-wop. And then, and then that's just, they just, that's how the episode ends. No, it's just, it was just them having a horny time, having a, having a kind of a one. Yeah, that's the episode. That's Brandivision. It was a 72 hour man. 
Yeah. Um, who who is you? your favorite and least favorite characters? Damn, dude. That's hard to say because everyone was a little bit dog shit today. Um, favorite character? <sighs> Man, Daniel, I guess? No, because Daniel was being weirdly dismissive. Right, Daniel was like, oh, your your best friend told you that she hates you? Grace? <laughs> I don't care. Is it Grace? I think Grace was okay. Grace and maybe Grace, Alice. Yeah, I, I, you know what? It was it was maybe a little bit spiteful, but like Let's I can't fault I can't fault Grace for being like, hey Amy, just wanted to warn you that Adrian is over to try to steal Ricky to ruin your relationship, and then obviously least favorite is Ricky, hundred percent. Ricky, yeah, for I, sure. I, I gotta say this was one of those episodes where I was like, let me just scroll down to the bottom and type Adrian here, and then Ricky Ricky did Ricky it. Ricky did it. <laughs> he, he said, <laughs> hold my hold my hold beer, my, hold my but not a beer because he would never drink. Right, he he would. Hold my... Hold my Arnold Palmer. Hold my Chudo. Can you hold Arnold for me, please? Hold my Arnold. Uh, so, my favorite would be Margaret and Shaker, because I love and support the only two good people on the show. Fair enough. The 60-minute man. Yeah, he's the 60-minute man. Anyway. Uh, what if it was the 69-minute man? That would be <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! That one was really funny! I wasn't ready for that. Uh, wow. That's the episode. Thanks. Damn. Uh, we got some questions. Uh, oh yeah, Tumblr, we do that. If you have a question, you can send it to tumblr.com slash, nope, jergenit.tumblr.com slash ask. Can I say? Yeah. I, I thought it'd be funny uh-huh. to go, I, I was like, oh, you know what would be funny is if I, I looked up some Yahoo Answers uh, questions about Secret Life. Yeah. Are there and, any? Well, first of all, it because I didn't, I didn't want to find, like, recent, I, I wanted questions from, like, when people were watching the show, like. Yeah. But- Yahoo Answers is such a fucking broken website. You can't find like, anything. I I did eventually. Like just the, I just like you can't go back like more than like two pages at a time. Their fucking URLs are such a mess that it's impossible to even tell like how to modify them to skip farther. And when you get to page a hundred, if you click to go back even further, it just refreshes page a hundred. Even though it's like, yeah, there's more pages. We're not gonna let you go there. It's a good website. So I did eventually, I just had to do a Google search, like, show me only results from this long ago. And uh, it was really disappointing because everything on there was just like, what episode was the one where they got pizza? See, I, I think I do remember one thing Yahoo Answers was, was uh, someone asked, like, Does, is Bologna really known for blowjobs? I think that yeah, was actually yeah that was the only good question ever asked on Yahoo Answers. And the answer is yes, of course. Yes, that's true. It's All right, we got, we got two, and they're not really questions, so let's just get them done quick. Well, one of them is a question. One of them, and if you have a question yourself, you can go to https colon slash slash www period. That's a dot, and then Tumblr, and then another period com. But that one you do spell out the word period. Yeah, period, which is spelled p e r i o d com slash inbox i n b o x. Oh, did I say the right words? No, not not at all. Did I just say Tumblr dot com? I don't know looking, what you said, but I said, whatever. okay, go to www.jergonit.com. Worldwide I already web. said it. Jergonit.tumblr.com forward slash ask. We got one from Destryhawk, friend of the show, who says, I hope you guys are doing okay. Did you, taking a break change your perspective on the show in any way? Is it just yeah, as I bad love as it now. before? Yeah, I love it now. It's I, so good. I realize that it's good. I'm just kidding, but it was nice to take a break. And here's one that is very near and dear to my heart. This is from Anonymous, and shout out to you, Anonymous. This one says, great to have you and the other guy back, Jordan. Thanks. Nice. Me and Arnold. Just me and Arnold against the world. Um, I want to find... You know what I want to do? Yeah. I want to find some good posts on Secret Life Wiki. 
Um, <laughs> hey, Xanabana writes, There is no an official ABC Family Wiki for State of Georgia. ABC Family State of Georgia dot wikia dot com slash wiki slash State of Georgia. Hmm. That's a useful thing to know. There you go. Anyway. Pretty Girl 124 writes, Hang out with the bubbies. <laughs> Sailor Mini Moon 56 says, I hope that Ricky and Amy good couple. I hope that Ricky and Amy are good couple. Good couple. They're not. Woo. Monster High 11 writes, <laughs> and this very fittingly was on August 11th, 2011. Why is Grace so love boys so much? <laughs> Grace had a lot of boyfriends. And why did she cheated on Grant with two E's? Why did well, she three cheat E's, on I guess. Grant? She has broke a lot of people hearts. Well, suck for them and her because they were all a good couples. But she should not have dated Rick E with an E. I mean, he is hot and all, but they just did it pretty much. What? I'm going to post some pic to you guys and it will show how many boyfriends she broke up with. And they broke up with her. Look on my page and the post of the pics will be up if you like this. Peace. Tell me your comment. Is the is the post up? No. Ah, uh, I I do not know why she cheated on Grant. That wasn't cool of her. We've been going for a while. I think I think I'm ready to call this one. Let's let's get the Patreon out of the way. Yeah, huh? I think I'll, I'll I'll try to find some good Secret Life Wiki content for next time ahead of sure. time. This is sure. kind of a spur in the uh, spur in the moment thing. Sure. Um, I'll probably cut it all out because it's not funny. No. <laughs> uh, twittercom jurgenet jurgenet.tumblr.com, Discord. We have a Discord where you can find the link on any of our episode posts where you can come and chat with us about uh, boys and Secret Life and the Secret Life boys you ship with yourself and with yeah, or all just whatever. Yeah. Uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash jurgenet. It is currently disabled because we were taking our break, uh, so we didn't want to have people paying us while we're not doing anything. Um, but, yeah, you know, we're going to have to figure this out because the break did come right before what was supposed to be week 10 of the Circle Jerk, so I don't know where that leaves that project. <laughs> we'll start it up again. Will we? I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like maybe the the stopping it in the middle kind of kills the project. So, hey, listeners... Patreon subscribers, do you want to, let us know what you think. If you want us to pick that back up, because I honestly don't know what to do with that right now. <laughs> hey, let us know they, what you want. They from voted. Us. They wanted us to keep going. They did, but that was when we. The, I mean, the project's different now. Let us know what you want. Tell us. I don't Tell know. Tell us what anyway. you want us to do. Do you want us to go back to fan fiction? Do you want a commentary? Do you want to keep jerking it with us? Circle jerking. Yeah, let us know what you want. Uh, anyway, one dollar gets you access to any of our bonus content: our fan fiction readings, circle jerks, episode commentary tracks. Whatever. Fuck it. Uh, gets you a mildly special role in the Discord, too. Uh, $5 gets you a pretty special role in our Discord and a shout-out in the podcast. And I haven't edited this on the Patreon yet because I forgot about it. But we're going to, when we start it back up again, which should be pretty soon, probably next week, uh, we will be uh, rejiggering this a little bit. Uh, so $5 in the as of when the Patreon starts back up again will get you pretty special role in the Discord, shout-out in the podcast, and you can send in a message for us to say anything you want in bed voice asmr optional uh then ten dollars gets you all of that plus an incredibly special role in the discord that lets you listen live while we record and man it feels i i feel like i always fuck it up anyway so i don't know why it feels weird doing it differently because i always fuck it up anyway so shout out to our ten and five dollar subscribers Valerie W, Destry Hawk, H. Cape, Stephanie Ruff, The Smoking Dad, Melanie Bevan, PR The Disaster, and Alexander Grass Dragon Corp. Thanks. Thanks. A bunch. Thanks, I could help, bro. Thanks, I could help, bro. That's a funny meme from a YouTube video that's actually from a fanfiction. 
Just Anyways. filling you in on the facts. Hey. Uh, you can find all of our episodes at secretlifepod.com, and we would like to thank our podcast network at noisespace.xyz, where you can find such wonderful podcasts as... City Girls Make Do. My Pod Cabbages. Hip, the Stick. Hey, is, uh, is, is podcasting is forbidden in the cloud recesses a noisespace one? It is a noisespace podcast. To that one. And I actually, I actually finally got around to listening to the first episode of it, and we love to hear a Roy podcast. Thank you. I, I actually, I have started watching the show because I'm gonna be guesting on the podcast at some point, and I want to be caught up when that happens. Pretty good show. Yeah, should I check it out? It's, yeah, I don't know what, what kind of stuff you're into, but yeah, I mean, this fucking guy. Well, I'm not going to spoil the show. No. I'm told that they ride around on swords like skateboards. I haven't personally seen Damn. that yet. Damn. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, oh, also, we never talk about this, but if you feel like leaving us an iTunes review, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, we, we love to see those. We love it. Tell your friends about us. It's a fun Tell podcast. We like to do it and it's fun. If you, and like, you like it if also. You, like it, you love if you it. Think- if you want someone and you want to, this is a hard to recommend podcast, but if you are up to the no, challenge, not. you're right. It was you harder when hear... we didn't have secretlifepod.com. Now it's actually very easy to recommend. That's true. Cause you don't have to tell people what it's called. Right. <laughs> and, yeah. Just um, be like, anyway. what's the podcast called? It's called secret life pod. <laughs> yeah. It's called secret life pod. You can find it at secretlifepod.com. Now when you listen, when you listen to the episode, they're not going to say, just strictly speaking, the words that they say it's, won't be secret life pod. It's scat singing what they're doing at the beginning of the episode. What? Huh? What just happened? I was scat singing our title. It's Why? just scat singing. Okay. I don't know. I, don't, I think I missed something. Maybe I'll understand when I edit this episode. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Wait. What are we? Thanks, Brenda. That's what we oh, said. Oh, right. Thanks, Brenda. Man, I forgot. <laughs> it's hard to remember to thank her these days. Yeah, I know. It's not getting any easier. Bye. Brandivision! American Teenager Radio!